What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alan Fong. Hey, welcome to our Rockin' Pod recap of What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Danny Myers. That is Alan Fong. We just got back from Rockin' Pod. Alan, tell us what Rockin' Pod was. Well, Rockin' Pod was a hell of a lot of fun. My yeah. name's Elon Fong. Uh, the Your other host, Danny Myers, is speaking to you first. Uh, we went down to Nashville, Tennessee, and we went to this really cool podcast convention, Rock and Podcast Convention, with a lot of great rock uh, artists uh, from yesteryear, back mainly 80s sort of focused artists and comedians and... Uh, all things rock and roll, photographers, all sorts of cool stuff. And we got to interview a bunch of them. And you had the fans meeting and greeting with them and getting some good quality time with them. It was just a really cool experience. Not to mention, what, 80-plus podcasts were there, I think? Yeah, yeah, I think there was. And um, so what we're doing on Rock and Pod Recap is we're giving you those interviews that we had with the different stars that we got to meet. Uh, they're all on our website, whatshotitsc.com. And today we're going to go uh, back and visit the interview we had with comedian... Courtney Cronin Dole. This is going to be so much fun. We, uh, I, you know, we went down there and, and didn't know a whole lot about her. Uh, we got to know her, got to meet her. She's funny. She's a writer. She'll talk if you if you ever wanted to do comedy, man. She'll talk about how she can write, how she writes for other people and stuff. And here's the funny thing: I got to set the stage up. Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell the story, Alon. So what happened was we were all so busy down there that Alon was actually at another booth doing an interview with some other people. So I started the interview with Courtney Cronin Dold, and then he showed up about three, four minutes into the interview. And the first thing Alon says, well, okay, I'll, let, I'll just let you hear it in there. So yeah, here we go. It's, it's a podcast faux pas on my part. <laughs> You'll <Yeah>. see. <laughs> you know, I, I've brought this up so many times. You make so few mistakes that when you do make a mistake, I'm going to bust your ass for it, okay? That's all right. I don't mind. Okay, so take you back, Rockin' Pod 2023, Nashville, Tennessee. Our interview with Courtney Cronin Dold. Hey, we're hanging out here. What's hot in the strip clubs? Podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network, Rockin' Pod 2023. And I have got Courtney Cronin Dold here with us. How are you? I'm doing great. I love the Rock and Pod. I've been here since the first one. So Really? Yes. This is my first one. Oh, well, so, welcome. Yeah, well, good. Well, let me tell you, for those of you who don't know, she's a comedy writer. <laughs> for everyone who doesn't know. <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know, she's a comedy writer. She does stand-up comic and a television producer as well. So let's start with the, the comedy writer part of it. How many, yeah. Who all do you write for? Or who have you written for? Well, um, my very first writing job, official TV writing job, was for Jay Moore. Okay. Uh, he had a sports show on ESPN called More Sports, and it yeah. was a late-night talk show. It was such a fun show. We had, like, really fun guests, and then we'd have bands. Like, we had Foreigner. We had Slayer. Like, oh, wow. it, it was such a fun show. And then my next job was, uh, I, I did a couple things at MTV. I did the roast of Carson Daly. Um, I and, um, and then my next big job was a Wayne Brady show that was, like, so I worked with Wayne um, uh, for the whole second season. And then I have like kind of found a way to keep working with comedians. I work yeah. on shows that are hosted by comedians or featuring comedians. So from there, 
I mean, uh, my resume goes from like disaster date on MTV to BattleBots and Discovery. <laughs> yeah. Like I've worked on a, a very wide range of shows, but always comedy. Yeah. Always doing comedy. Yeah. Well, I got to see you last night um, from whoop, the day we're recording here at Rare Hair, and you were emceeing that. And I'm just yeah. really going, man, that's who I get to talk to tomorrow. <laughs> so what was that like? I mean, because you're back there, you're, you're seeing all these like major stars out there. What was that like? That was pretty crazy. And you know what's great is that Don Jameson, who I hosted with, yeah. we're, we're good friends and we work together. We also write together. Um, and just being in this world so many years and doing the cruises and, you know, opening for Craig Gas and opening for Don, you know, I've become really friendly with a lot of the musicians that were on stage last night, like Ace Von Johnson's our friend and Jeremy Asbrock and Brandon mm -hmm. Cook and Brandon Fields. Like, a lot of the people we introduced are our friends. Yeah. So it was really fun, like, getting to hang with them last night and, um, of course, it was really fun getting to introduce Eric Martin, oh, yeah. which did not suck. And um, <laughs> sit down. All right, here he is. Hi, Robin. <laughs> um, so, um, no, that's okay. Honestly, no one's going to notice. It's completely <laughs> fine. It's, yeah, it's honestly fine, Debbie. We're totally all friends here. <laughs> yeah, that is my Chinese name. Alon is back with us now. So now we're here with Alon, Courtney, and, and me, Danny. Yes. Okay, so we were talking. Um, I know we were talking about Eric Martin and working yeah. with him last night. And uh, yeah, what a great performance he put on last oh, night. Oh, my goodness. He gave us a little extra, too. He was yeah. having too much fun. Yeah. And it's funny because we talk, he's doing our show tomorrow, the I show that I produce. I want to talk about that, too. Yeah. So, like, before we do it, we always do, like, a Zoom call, and we have a chat, and, like, that's where we come up with the material, that stuff that, you know, there's stuff we already know because we're fans, and it's written from the point of view of a fan of what a fan wants to hear from the person that's doing it, and that's how we kind of put it together. Mm -hmm. So, nobody, if, 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 you know, I always say, if you dropped your notebook and the notes fell, nobody else could ever tell these jokes. It would, it would not work. Right. So, um, I was saying, like, you know, from a fan's perspective, um, it's... Uh, it's pretty exciting to, you know, to have that. And when we were talking, he was telling us about how when he was young, he was roommates with Paul Taylor. And actually when Paul Taylor yeah, that, that rode miles away, that, so cool. that he did the demo. And we thought that we tried to find a way to find a joke about it, but all the joke is like, how freaking cool is that? Like, there's no joke. Right, right, like, right, right, right. It's, it's just cool. You know, because that's that's a pants dropper. That's what women fans we call it. <laughs> yeah, that is the pants dropper song for Winger. You know, yeah. and then you know, seventeen is the pull up pants and run out screaming. But <laughs> we we love that song. Chicks love that song. I mean, really, we just have a little bit of a different ear for certain songs. Sure. You know, sure. And that's that's the pants dropper. So mm -hmm. that was just super cool. And Kip's smile, don't lie. Kip's smile is pretty is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. So you're doing this thing with Eric. Uh, it's uh, going to be tomorrow night from when we're recording now. Uh -huh. it's, it's the punchlines. What is it? Uh, punchlines and backlines. Back lines. Now, from what I understand, tell me if I got this right. Yeah. You take musicians, rock stars, who yeah. have never done comedy, uh -huh. and you're teaching them how to do stand-up comedy. And this is fascinating to me. Yeah. Because I'm somebody who's always wanted to get the balls to do stand-up comedy. How do you teach stand-up comedy? Well, it's... Here's the thing. There's the hardest part of stand-up comedy, two things. One's the confidence to do it. Got they it, all have it. the confidence. That's that's already out of the way. Likeability and being vulnerable. Ah. So it takes a cool person, you know? 
and uh, somebody who's naturally funny in conversation because that's usually who we go to, you mm-hmm. know. Whereas, like, in the beginning, it was just, like, Izzy Presley and I started it in L.A., and Izzy helped me book it because, you know, he knows all these, all these you know, musicians. It was just friends. We just had, like, our friends doing it in the right. beginning. I mean, but, you know, they're established musicians. We had, we had Jason Christopher from Prong and, wow. and Corey Taylor's band. Jason was our first guest. That's awesome. And then our second guest was um, Patrick Kennison from, from Lita Ford's band. Wow. And Heaven Below. Yeah, he, he was our um, our second guest. So And then Chad Stewart from Faster Pussycat's done it. Um, Gen- Genocide, lead singer of uh, Paradise Kitty, the all-female okay. Guns N' yeah, Roses yeah, yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was killer. Wow. We did a bunch of stuff. She was like, guys, uh, musicians have groupies, but female musicians, we have creepies. <laughs> <laughs> So we did a whole thing about that, which was super fun. And um, yeah, we've had really great people. I mean, God, I can't even. Then we cheat sometimes. Like we had House Barks, who's clearly a headliner, okay. you know. But in L.A., the way we did it was at the end of the show, they would play an acoustic set. Or oh, awesome. Hal just brought a <laughs> Hal just brought his um, iPad with like karaoke tracks on it <laughs> and sang rando kiss songs. It was oh, so much funny. fun. That's funny. But then you're giving them what they want to from your guest as well, right? Yeah, so, yeah, it was great. You know, and then we were trying to find the audience, which I think we really found with Rock and Pod, with Kiss Cruise, and with Monsters of Rock Cruise, is really where the core audience for this is. Um, it's just worked so well there. Where did your love of Kiss begin? So we will be right back with her answer about how she became a Kiss fan right after this. This is Courtney Cronendold, writer and comedian, who we have no idea. And you're listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. 
Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. And we are back with the second half of our interview with Courtney Cronin Dold, not Robin. Where did your love of Kiss begin? Um, I was always a Kiss fan. Okay. Um, you know, like I had the tapes, and um, but I was non makeup. You know, yeah, me more. Too. See, me too. I loved uh, the Domino. I would Domino. And yeah. Cool Revenge. Revenge. Thank you. So Love yeah, I, me too. So I, but I was into that. You know, but I was more into like Crazy Nights and like yep. Lick It Up. You know. Stuff. Yep. So. Um, but, you know, I knew the older songs, but I wasn't, like, as into it, you know? I was like, I liked it, you know? I, I like Black Diamond, and, yeah. you know, who doesn't like Detroit Rock City? Right. Um, but, like, the first time I did the Kiss Cruise was in 2013, opening for Craig Gass. Okay. You had on the show earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, um, very funny, and um, amazing comedian. And it just, like, opened up the doors to this whole new world of Kiss. Mm-hmm. And... I just, I didn't realize like how much of it I actually really did like and care about. And then I met so many great friends. A lot of them are here right now. And, um, and it just kind of, uh, sent me into this other level of kiss fandom Mm. where I perform at kiss expos now (laughs) and I hosted Bruce Kulik's, uh, special weekend in Vegas and we roasted him. Uh, Mm. I saw saw that. Yeah, so I put the roast together um, with Lisa, with Bruce's wife, and and wrote some jokes for the band and Don Jameson was the roast master. master, I mean, that was really fun. Roast roast or blood. We do, see, most Drip Go DJs, like I've done some uh, uh, improv stuff, Uh but I don't have the confidence to write the joke. Like, when I I second guess, if I write a joke, I'm like, See, okay, I would choke funny. at improv. See, I'm good at improv. I would choke. Because we have to, we do roasts all the time for bachelor parties. Yeah. And so you, oh, take, you okay. have your standard jokes to, to start it, and then I improv off what, how they react, right? Oh, wow, that's great. Uh, but a question for you is, because you, you write a lot of stuff. You write yeah. and produce uh, for, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's legendary. No, 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 I was in it. Oh, in it. Okay, I was okay. on it for about four seconds. It's, oh, it's the most misleading resume item of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but what was it like even being on set? I mean, there's some creative motherfuckers It was crazy. On there. I was sitting next to Larry in makeup, and he actually started talking to me, and I'm like, um, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Jerry Simmons? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just, like, it was super weird. But, um, yeah, that was fun because I used to work with Jeff Garland all the time, and when I was the MC at the Laugh Factory, Jeff was there all the time. I worked with him every week. Right. So... It was basically through him and through Larry's person, who my sister went to college with randomly. She's wow. a producer oh, wow. on the show now. And she's like, how about, uh, you know, how about Courtney Cronin? And then Jeff was like, I love Courtney. Like, let's have Courtney. Oh, that's so cool. So they didn't even audition me or anything, which they probably should have done because I'm not <laughs> I had like three lines. Larry Charles was the director. He directed what were, Cheers. What were your lines? <laughs> Do you remember your lines? Larry, your wife called. Don't forget to call her back and see. Like it was that bad. Mm. I, I awesome. basically delivered a message to Larry David. That's the highlight of my entire career. And after that, I'm like, yeah, I'm a writer. Can't do this. <laughs> but you've written for all sorts of people, right? I see yeah. Jay Moore, Ken Young, yeah. D.L. Hughley, 
Donald Faison, Chelsea Handler. Yeah. When you're writing for them, like that is a wide array of a races and experiences yeah. and, and styles. Yeah. How do you put yourself in their shoes to write a joke for them? I listen to them when they're talking to me. I try to watch as much stuff that they're in as themselves. Okay. Um, that I can. Like Donald Faison is an actor. Right. And that show was his first hosting job. So he was like nervous and stuff. So we were together all the time. Okay. Like we were close and hanging and just talking a lot. And, you know, like even his first script is like, you know, they put in like, good evening. And I go, no, it's not going to say, I go, what would you say when you walk out there? He goes, I'm going to walk out and go, what's up, everybody? And I yeah. go, then go out and say, what's, what's up, up, everybody? Yeah. You're the host. <laughs> so, you know, we just played around with a bunch of stuff. And actually he, <laughs> this is kind of a funny story. While we were on set, the show was um, like a hidden, the guys from Punk did it. And it was like three comedians or comedic actors would do three different pranks. And then we'd have an audience vote on what the best prank was. And then Donald was the host, like putting it together. So, um, uh, Finesse Mitchell, do you know who he is? No. He was on SNL for a while. Okay. He's a comedian, real good looking man, <laughs> very handsome guy. So when he came, in fact, Lunell, the comedian, she was up there between Donald and, and Finesse, and I thought she was going to, like, take them both down and rip their clothes off. It was oh, so, because they're wow. good-looking men. They're handsome men. So when Finesse came, Donald's on stage in front of the whole audience, and he said it on camera. He's like, all week, all the girls are going, Finesse Mitchell's coming. He goes, my writer was going, Finesse. And I go, no, I, no, I was not. No, I was not. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Yeah. You're sweating right now. What do you oh mean? Oh, my God. It's the memory. It was so embarrassing. And, the, yeah. and then I didn't want to meet him. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, Courtney, I know you got another interview to go to, so we're going to let you go. But I thank you so much for coming thank by. What's you. hot in the strip clubs? And uh, we're going to keep following each other. We're Instagram yeah. friends. Please. I'm going to follow, too. I, lo I, love, I, I love comedians. I love your talent. I love the name of your podcast. Aww, there you go. You. I really do. I'm like, I can't wait to talk did, to did these you, guys. Did, did you Listening back on these interviews, Alon, I, I just can't wait till next year's Rockin' Pod and more events like this because um, I'm telling you, it was just so exciting to be able to sit down and talk to people like Courtney Cronin-Dold and, and, and pick her brain. What, what was it about that interview that really stood out to you? Well, I love just the, the, the minutia of writing for other people and what they look for to even who to approach about being trying stand-up comedy, right? They should kind of give you the three main... Uh, factors in being a stand-up comedian to begin with. And then, you know, the biggest takeaway for me is listening, right? Any good conversation is something I've learned in doing our interviews is you have to listen to what the guest is saying. And then it opens up so much more, no matter what questions you bring to the interview, mm -hmm. you don't know them yet. So once you finally start talking to them and listening, then the real meat of the conversation starts happening. You can kind of go in different directions. So I guess that's true for comedy as well. Very yeah. talented young lady. So Alana, any idea what she's doing now? Well, this show drops on April 25th. On April 29th, she will be off on the Monsters of Rock cruise. Go follow that on Instagram at, at Monsters of Rock Cruise. <laughs> uh, that'll be April 29th through May 4th, leaving from Port Canaveral. And they'll go to like Puerta Plata and Labad and stuff like that. Oh. And she revealed who the two rockers turned comedians will be. Red Beach, lead guitarist of Winger, and Todd Latour, the new lead singer of Queensryche, will be trying their hand at comedy on the tour. So that sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. 
Very nice. Okay, so our next interview that we're going to drop will be a week uh, from, oh, we do these a week away. Uh, we met an interesting band down there, two guys from the band River Ghost. Uh, they are a Nashville-based band, and uh, they were a whole lot of fun, man, to talk to. And we'll have that one dropping for you here in a week. We have nine total. Again, all of the uh, podcasts that we're doing are all at whatshotitsc.com. Make sure you check those out. Alon Fong, final thoughts? Hey, man, these interviews are a lot of fun. You're going to discover a great band on the next show, River Ghost Blues Rock Band out of Nashville, unsigned but very cool band. Okay, follow all of our uh, follow all of our podcasts, what's hot, itsc.com, including Panda Top 20, Panda Off the Charts, bubbling under uh, classic rock remixes, classic hip-hop remixes. We've got a lot of them. It's all what's hot, itsc.com. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.